0: going to go off in here so if you see me wave my arm it's just because the light has gone off so just ignore me I'm not raising my hands to to speak perfect okay. so yeah I'll we'll record um with the the prompts that I sent you over previously um and then I'll record the intro and the outro separately um to our conversation um it's just easier that way um so have you got any questions before we start or are you happy with happy with those
1: no happy to to go forward i guess
0: perfect well we'll kick off now then now that everything's recording and looking all good i just have to keep on double checking everything because i'm like my brain is (laughs) so full right now that i'm just gonna forget to to do something I broke somebody's headphones in the office yesterday because I was just like (laughs) swinging around and I well I bought them a bunch of flowers to say sorry so that'll do (laughs) but nice we're all we're recording perfect so thank you so much for joining me today Nicholas it's a pleasure to have you as a guest on the podcast thank you
1: for having me
0: perfect So if we kick off with the first question, I'd like to ask you, what was your first experience of influence? So that might be a person or something that influenced you perhaps earlier on in life. And what was it that they influenced for you?
1: Well, I hope that I won't sound too cliche, but uh the person that has inspired me the most is my mom. <laughs> uh and like ever since I was a li- I was a little child, she inspired me definitely to um go above and beyond uh and like be very uh, th- uh like to have a lot of discipline into what I do. Uh she always stuffed me uh to, you know, like she always told me you need to be happy. That's the most important thing in life and then whatever you decide to do, in any field in any industry in any position just give the best and try to be fair to everybody uh and try to re- you know like to replicate that same motto that i'm giving to you that it's always important to be happy to everyone that you work with uh and i i've tried that like i i live my life based on that every single day I, or at least i try to so so yeah definitely my mom will be like the, the most influential person um in my in, in my life, and then I guess moving uh, moving on, uh, I had quite a few um, professors in the university that really really inspired me. I studied something completely different to what I do. <laughs> I studied uh, journalism and communication sciences, um, and I had like a few professors that uh, that was te- that were teaching political science and international society. I remember them very clearly, and they were like really really nice people that also uh well like from 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 who i learned how to you know like to be very meticulous and very uh to have a lot of discipline in whatever area um and yeah i guess then more recently i have to say that the global bp of growth in uh in hello fresh she is a fantastic leader uh and i've learned so much from her so i really hope that i can always have you know like those big people uh, to keep learning from.
0: Yeah, that's uh, a really great group of influencers. And I think, although it may sound cliche, it's so (laughs) nice to be able to look at our parents and be grateful for how they've sort of set the pace for the rest of our our lives. And although, although I think you studied something a bit different, like more in journalism and communications, I think even though that's not necessarily exactly what you're doing now, I think the communication side of things is definitely a benefit in the influencer marketing space anyway. So it's definitely all, it all adds up and it all works to your benefit in the end for sure.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So we've obviously discussed a few of your influences from a more personal angle, but, As this is, uh, I guess, an influencer marketing podcast, my next question would be, can you remember the first time you were influenced by an influencer to either purchase something or do something?
1: Mm, This is actually a very interesting question, because uh, obviously at HelloFresh, we work with uh, hundreds, if not thousands, of influencers every month. uh, And we see the real power that influencers have in many people, like we see it on our engagement rate, we see it on our conversion rate, we see in our actual numbers, uh, which is uh, really, really fantastic. I have to say that me personally, the only influencer that drove me to buy a product was Emma Chamberlain uh, when she was working with Function of Beauty, the shampoo brand. Um, She was, uh, I I don't know, like the way that she promoted the product has just felt very, Natural and very like seamless that uh i was like yeah i have to try this like if it worked for emma it might work for me uh and, and i guess that it's also because i saw her and i don't know if you emma or like if you follow her but uh I, I started seeing her when she was like 16 and she was living i believe in san diego like somewhere in california but definitely not in los angeles uh and living kind of like in a very normal house with her very normal camera doing her very 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 funny jokes um and i saw her development to becoming like a superstar that she is right now uh and yeah like honestly uh she is the only influencer that i that have ever drove me to buy a product
0: yeah i think we're in the same boat with emma chamberlain i i definitely definitely am a fan of her and you're yeah. so right She e- even now of ob- of course she's working with like Louis Vuitton is one of her big yeah. like brands that she works with and obviously other brands of similar level she still has this very down-to-earth and blasé way of talking about things which although perhaps she isn't necessarily as relatable now because we've all seen her house on Architectural <laughs> Digest and that is certainly not what I'm living in but it's just the way that she speaks and the way that she approaches things she still has that humble down-to-earth side to her I I definitely don't think she's let the fame and popularity get her head I think quite yeah she can't quite believe it herself
1: even. i don't think so to be honest and i think that like what's very fantastic about her is that i obviously her community has grown significantly um uh, from where she was like i don't know 16 whatever uh and she's just turned 21 uh or like 22 or something like this so she's super young but uh there's a lot of people that kept growing with her and like saw her journey so i think that um she might not be as relatable anymore but she's definitely a lot of like She's very aspirational uh, for many of her followers and, and we're like, this actually can happen. Uh, like we saw her when she was like filming with her uh, camera uh, on her bed, just making jokes. And now her house, like the most beautiful thing that you will ever see. Uh, so I think that this kind of like also that journey for her audience from like being relatable to being inspirational, but like kind of like maintaining that connection with their um, influencers. So. So yeah, she probably is one of the the like yeah she's definitely the only person that I have ever bought something from. Um, but uh, when Shane Dawson was still like on the peak of his fame and uh, he was doing all his videos with Jeffree Star, uh, that was very entertaining, and that was also probably the time that I was consuming myself more influencer or like creator content myself. So uh, I just wanted to point that out that uh, I never bought anything from from Shane, but uh he was hilarious to watch uh so yeah it was a lot of fun as well
0: yeah obviously shane dawsons had his sort of rise and fall but yeah. definitely <laughs> in in his peak his content was super super engaging and obviously with like his conspiracy theory videos and the yep. would say jeffrey star series and whatnot it's definitely definitely super engaging and hopefully a, a more creators will approach content in a more similar sort of deep dive way because we're very familiar with the like especially at the moment tiktok content but it's def- that it definitely adds something having the longer form deep dive creator content that's definitely an audience for it out there
1: i think that like um also there was a there was a transition uh because obviously, like at the time that uh that that we were watching like Shane Dawson and Jeffree Star and probably like Tana Mojo with her Tana Khan, like all these things, everything was happening mostly on YouTube. And YouTube was like really, really strong back then. And TikTok already existed, but I want to say that it wasn't as popular as it is today. And Instagram was also kind of like the place where you will do like influencer partnerships for growth mostly and then youtube is like where you will see your influencers doing all the content that you wanted to see um and now i feel like that kind of like has decreased substantially and now everything is moving slowly to tiktok which is very fun but it's also very dangerous if you ask me i open tiktok and like three hours later i'm like oh my god i'm still here uh i'm just scribbling down my phone so um yeah things have changed very rapidly and very drastically in the influencer scene but i also think that that's the whole nature of influencer marketing everything's everything changes so drastically and so fast that is really uh our job as the marketing managers to to be on top of trends and like to spot that thing that is going to be become that there's going to become the next thing because i believe that like when tiktok started a lot of marketers were like This is never going to fly uh like it's it's not it's just not it like it's it's never going to compete with instagram it's just something that people are doing like funny silly dances on but this is never going to become the next thing and look at us now
0: exactly every new thing that comes up i think marketers and even consumers start off fairly apprehensive but I like, for example, I was even apprehensive about downloading TikTok in the first place, but I'm in the same boat as you, as I can happily sit there and scrub for hours and hours. Um, so, exactly, it's almost impossible to predict what's next, but it's all just about having your eye on everything at all times yeah. and keeping track of it. So you're obviously very interested in the influencer space now. And like you said, you've spent a lot of time consuming creators' content and whatnot. So you're obviously working in the influencer space now. You're with HelloFresh, driving their influencer partnerships. So what was it that led you towards that career path?
1: Well, uh, I think that's just like a very interesting... uh sort of events that happen at the same time i obviously i'm obviously not from germany uh, i'm from colombia uh and i moved to germany to um, to do a master's degree not necessarily because i wanted to do that specific master's degree but because i wanted to live in berlin so that was the perfect excuse um after i finished that i looked but not really for opportunities in journalism uh you know like only every now and then Uh, and a friend of mine was doing an internship in an influencer marketing agency, and she needed to leave that job because she got a um, a scholarship for six months in Mexico, and she needed a replacement, I needed a job. I was like, I can do this for six months. Uh, And then what happened in those six months turned into my last five years of life.
0: (laughs) Wow. Yeah, so you started (laughs) off in, an agency role then rather than a brand role so what was your journey from leaving that agency role to finding yourself at hellofresh uh
1: well it was uh, a very big change coming from an agency to the brand side not only because obviously you get a lot of more visibility into many things that when you're on the agency side you're not able to see like uh rarely your clients share with you like uh very uh, subst- substantial important data about like revenue uh customer loyalty retention uh i don't know customer net revenue gross revenue like all this data you don't get when you're in the agency side uh so when you go to the brand side uh, it's i uh, it's like uh you know like like day and night um with all the information that you get which obviously helps you make better decisions, but when you are on the agency side it's also interesting because you get to work with many clients many products um and a little bit more creative if I, if I do say so myself so um but i was coming from a very small agency uh we were probably like anything around like the 20 people and we were handling maybe like 10 15 accounts uh, so we were like very very like driven and like we were very motivated but it was still a very small company, and by the time that I joined Hellfresh, Hellfresh was already like the world, kill, like like the world's uh, milked leader. So it was today is massive, but even when I joined, it was still pretty big. So it was a pretty uh, big change, uh, but I think that it was the right move to make. Uh, I, I I've obviously been able to develop many many skills I wouldn't be able to do otherwise uh, in an agency like launching as many brands in as many markets as 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 i have during my time in HelloFresh, so um, it was it was a challenge but uh, it was a good challenge
0: yeah it sounds like a a fun challenge indeed and like you say of course when you're working agency side and you're working with multiple brands and loads different talent of course it's it's exciting and it's creative to plan different things to suit different brands but i guess when you're working solely brand side obviously HelloFresh at present you can really put your all into understanding that one brand message the the product the ethics what works for your audience and you can really put your all into that and like produce excellent excellent work for for that rather than Spre- spreading your expertise across yeah. multiple different accounts i can imagine
1: yeah i think that it's like um it's very interesting because also uh and this is something that maybe not everybody in the industry knows but HelloFresh, the HelloFresh group owns different brands so it's not only HelloFresh, but we have multiple brands so in a way it, it has also uh being like an agency and in, in a way i guess sometimes because uh when you're launching a new brand um obviously you need to think about like what is the difference between HelloFresh fresh and green chef for example or HelloFresh fresh and factor HelloFresh fresh and uh Blade. um so obviously we have like different like ni- like niche audience and like targets for those brands so um you always need to re- to refresh your brain to refresh your ideas um on how do we make sure that we are targeting like the, the right people with the right brand and not overlapping um i don't know audiences because obviously there these are different brands but all of them are within the food industry and all of them are within like the food delivery industry so um they can like touch each other a lot so we need to to make sure that we're differentiating with our influencers and our messaging very clearly why you might want to try HelloFresh, and, and why might the other person might want to try Grindchef or everblade or any of the other brands that we own?
0: Yeah, I wasn't even aware that there was all of those other brands under HelloFresh, but I can imagine that is quite the challenge. Obviously, targeting the right audiences with the right brand, because, like you say, you don't want one one consumer to be getting all of the activations for all of your brands because that's that's I guess overwhelming for for anybody. So yeah, I can imagine that is quite the challenge. So what is the what is the difference between all of those brands then? Like you say, they're all they're all based around food, based around food delivery and HelloFresh I guess is the one that people people know the most. So what does what do some of your other brands offer um different to HelloFresh?
1: Uh, yeah i can I, I can tell you i probably sound like a broken record because i have to repeat this every day but uh <laughs> uh so hello fresh is our like uh, biggest brand obviously and with hello fresh we're present in 17 markets um including three continents so the whole america uh in canada and the us Australia, in, in Australia, New Zealand, and then in Europe, and also actually in four, uh, four continents. What am I saying? We recently mm-hmm. launched in Japan. So we, we are not present in four continents. Uh, then we also have Green Chef, which is our more niche brand. It's more like, it has more tailor-made diet plans. So you can find paleo diets, keto diets, uh biscuitarian diets um and so on and so forth and green chef is present in the UK in the US and in the Netherlands more recently we just launched uh, green chef in the Netherlands then we also have um every plate which is our value brand um i i believe our meals start from like from na- 4.99 um with every plate so uh, definitely um a little bit cheaper than the other brands um and every plate uh, we have it in australia and then we also have it in the us then we have U Foods and factor U Foods and factor follow kind of like the same idea which is ready to heat meals so you receive everything ready you just need to put it in the microwave or in the oven and then you have it ready um so we're targeting like the people that don't have as much time the people that don't like to cook but still are tired of like getting delivery all the time uh it's too expensive so this is a more affordable and healthier option for them your foods we have it in australia in factor we have it in the us and we are uh thinking about like expansion for that part as well and last but definitely not least uh will be good chop which is our only meat service so you don't get anything but meat but you decide like which cuts of meat which like type of meat you want like obviously we have like a lot of like beef cuts but we also have fish and we have um chicken lamb like different uh types of meat you would like to get and then it's basically like the same delivery um the same deliveries and subscription base and that brand is also available only in the U.S. for now.
0: Well, you really do. You cover all all bases. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's really interesting to know, actually, because obviously, it's HelloFresh is HelloFresh suits most people. That's really great. But like you say about the 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 ready meals, that really works for some people, and obviously, discount discounted sort of cheaper meals is great for other people. So no, that's that's a very interesting piece of
1: information for sure. I, th- I think that HelloFresh, and this is where like influencers become like a key partner of, of the HelloFresh group in general, is because obviously HelloFresh has a much bigger uh brand awareness in every market, right? Like we have markets like the UK, like Germany, like the US, like Australia, probably would, like even bigger than the other markets, but most everybody know what HelloFresh is and or have tried HelloFresh. Um And obviously we keep working with influencers to keep promoting HelloFresh, but then after you've tried HelloFresh and you know what a meal kit is, and you figure out maybe it's not HelloFresh for me, but I love the idea of getting my my food delivered to me without having any waste and like, you know, in general, like a better uh, food chain situation. Um, And then it's where, an, an influencer that, that you like, maybe start promoting Green Chef or Factor Plate, and you're like, oh, this is a better alternative uh, because I am following a keto diet or because I want to reduce my carb consumption or because X or Y. Uh, so definitely uh, influencers also help us, um, you know, target people that are in a specific situation uh, because they relate to these people, and I guess that, like through other programmatic channels, is not as easy to do. For example, um, this is just like a very broad example. In uh, with every plate, we offer uh, meals for larger families. I think that for in every plate, we have up to seven portions per meal, something like this. Whereas in HelloFresh Fresh Australia, it's not as um, it's not as much. So um, maybe you follow up uh, like a big influence, influencer that has. Uh, fa- a big family as well, and then they promote every plate, and then you know, oh, HelloFresh was not good for me because the portion size, but now every plate is, so I can, uh, I can give it a go. So, yeah, definitely, uh, influencers is a very big channel for us in that sense.
0: Yeah, and it's, I think one of the best ways for people to consume recommendations is through influencers because obviously they're speaking from a genuine point of view. You can see it. Like I've seen lots of YouTube videos and even TikTok videos now of people making their HelloFresh kits and you can actually see how it works and it all makes so much more sense and you're way likely way more likely to decide to invest when you see it all come together rather than just seeing like a, a billboard flyer, for example. So influence marketing and HelloFresh are definitely doing and doing super well together so how long has hello fresh been doing influencer marketing as i say i i've seen lots of content on my social media feeds but how how recent has this been for the team at hello fresh
1: well i can only speak for what i know because obviously hello fresh has been there for uh this year is going to be your 11th anniversary uh, and I, and I pretty, I'm pretty sure that when the company started at the very, very beginning, so like 10 years ago, it was very much like door to door in offline marketing. But uh, ever since we started like seeing a significant growth, uh, influencers has been part of uh, our channel mix in general. So um, I wanna say it's since the very, very early stages of HelloFresh. Um, and I think that we are probably one of the biggest spenders in e-commerce on influencer marketing so um i think that we have a lot of experience and we have a lot of like uh desire for keep like building a strong relationship with our influencers
0: yeah that's really interesting and obviously if you're investing so heavily in it, it must must really work for hello fresh and i'm pretty sure i've used a, an influencer's code to get a box and then i'm asked my mum to use it as well and sent over to me and whatnot so no it's definitely definitely working for hello fresh it's definitely um so if we look forward to the future then um what are some of your influences and goals for your personal growth and also your professional growth in space
1: uh, I mean, I, like, obviously, influencers is going to be a key channel for us. Uh, I don't think that we're planning on scaling down uh, at any point. To be honest, um, I think that the challenge now is how do we differentiate HelloFresh from any possible other brand that is collaborating with these influencers? How do we make the influencers feel special, uh, appreciated? Because um, I, I do, I, I like, I firmly believe that when they like the brand and when they truly see a benefit for themselves is when they are able to generate the biggest impact on their audience and ultimately on the revenue side for their partners but obviously they're also in for the money right uh they they also want to get paid and the more brands that want to work with them probably the more um the more picky they can get but also maybe the more greedy they can get. <laughs> so uh, how do we make sure that HelloFresh is not just another brand that is paying them uh, money to promote HelloFresh, but how to make sure that HelloFresh is one of their key partners. Um, I think that there's going to be a lot of innovation on our side as well. There's going to be a lot of diversification. Uh, we understood that our audiences are not necessarily only one social media or one medium. So definitely there's a lot of like diversification that is going to be happening. Um, and I think that that's probably where we're going to focus on uh, in the next few years. Innovation uh, probably is going to be at the top of priorities.
0: Yeah, it sounds like a a good journey to go down because uh, I guess as everyone sees how successful meal kit delivery service like HelloFresh is, there's going to be competitors following following your lead and trying to do similar influencer activations so yeah it's all about building those relationships with the creators and making them want to dedicate themselves to you and I think because the influencer space is so so big now and uh, so many creators whereas back in like 10 years ago for example they would have said yes to any um brand collaboration that would come through I think now influencers can be a bit more picky with what they say yes and no to so you know that when a creator or an influencer is promoting your product they're genuinely genuinely enjoy your product genuinely passionate about it because they may have an inbox full so and they've chosen um, you
1: and that what you say is they actually like very very true um I think that obviously I don't like this, but I mean, I do and I don't, but um, I don't cause like we're losing people when uh, when that happens. But sometimes influencers are very honest and say like, Hey, actually I don't want to work with you um, for X or Y reason. Uh, and I'm like, obviously it's a shame cause we would really like to work with you. But at the same time, if you're not going to promote HelloFresh as something that you truly like, we prefer that you don't cause uh, this is not going to have the same effect as if you actually like the brand. Um, And I I, I really hope that uh, moving forward, influencers keep that more and more in mind um, and are like, I guess, um, more selective with the brands that they they work with. uh, So their audience also doesn't get like, you know, saturated and suffocated by them uh, promoting every single brand that's out there. Um, That's definitely not what we want to do anyway.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like you say, of course, if you reach out to an influencer and they say sorry on this occasion perhaps this isn't the right partnership for me then of course it's going to be disappointing but ultimately yeah. at the end of the day getting having that quality content with real passion behind it is what's going to drive the results and build more trust in your brand as well because the people consuming that content are really going to trust it and i think Also, because obviously HelloFresh is so prominent in the social media space. I've definitely consumed content before where the creator may have previously done a partnership with HelloFresh, and then a few videos later, they're cooking their HelloFresh meal and they're like, This isn't part of the partnership. I just genuinely am obsessed with HelloFresh now that I've worked with them. And that's, I think, when you can really tell that it's working when it's yeah not even part of their partnership it has genuinely become a part of their everyday life so you guys must love seeing that
1: absolutely yeah like and and as i said before like it's really when like people truly um like the product and truly care about what we're doing that we see the most um like the most the most success because like i feel like people do relate you know like and people can tell whether when they're when their influencers are selling them or like telling them to try something um that is really worth for them so so yeah i completely agree with what we're saying
0: yes and i i can only imagine that there's going to be great success to come with hello fresh and obviously all of the the other brands that i've now learned about so yeah thank you for <laughs> informing me about all of that and it was super great to hear a little bit more about yourself and your journey to how you got to where you are now
1: uh well what do you want to know
0: (laughs) well no i you've 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 told me you've told me everything i i feel i feel very well very well informed so yeah thank thank you so much for talking to me
1: thank you so much for having me today and and yeah i'm looking forward to speaking to you again hopefully
0: yes no definitely um i'm sure we'll see each other at the influencer marketing show next week can't believe it's next week but yes, I'll i'll be i'll be around all day so if you see me just grab me and i'd yeah like to have a catch up with you and meet some more of your team that would be really lovely
1: oh i mean uh come with that uh we will love uh, we'll be so happy to see you and yeah that's true uh it's not only me but like uh, a great part of the influencer team uh is going to be attending the show so um you you and the attendees will be seeing a lot of a lot from hello fresh brilliant
0: i look forward to it well i will let you get on with the rest of your day and uh as i say i'll record the intro and outro um probably it'll probably be after the shows now because it's right (laughs) But yeah um and then i'll keep you keep you in the loop with when it's going to be going live but yeah it was really great to chat to you properly and thank you for taking the time to chat to me
1: you too thank you so much have a nice day
0: speak to you soon have a good one